What's up, party people? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you put your hand up? Like I was trying something different because I couldn't go as loud as Jara usually goes, so oh. I just thought. Wave your hands. Energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can see we're trying something different today um, from the setup to the sitting, wait, sitting position, yeah, mm-hmm. and the person doing the intro. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our last episode with Helen where we talked about small businesses. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, not we, the rest did. Um, but I'm back. My back. name is, I am back. Nick is back. <laughs> All right. you know, every Nick time Nick comes back, back in the podcast, we always say Nick is back. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna make that. We're just gonna make that a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is back. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, my name's Nick. This is Ethan, as you know. Yes, uh, we have Jara sitting on the very corner today, and hello, we have hello. a very special guest, uh, Gershom, joining us today. Hey, guys. Gershom. Yeah, Gershom. Ethan didn't know how to spell his name. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think. A lot of people know this so good <laughs> ship, actually. Okay. So many times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys had a good New Year's. Oh, wait. No, a couple of episodes have, would have come out already by then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you have a good uh, last week. Uh, <laughs> had a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, woke up well. <laughs> Slow decline. Anyway. <laughs> He's still feeling it up. He's still yeah. getting yeah. He's warming um, up. Yeah. But how's everybody doing today? <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yeah. Doing very well. I guess you would you, like to introduce yourself. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> My name is Gershom. Um, got asked to be here mm. from Jaira. <laughs> yeah. Really, really nice to meet you all. Mm. Um, well, actually, I've known Jaira and Nick for a while now. Okay. Ethan just met today. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Seems like you guys got a good setup here. Listened to a few uh, of your episodes beforehand. Mm, Sounds wow. really good. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm. But, yeah. but, yeah. yeah. How, was, how was your day, Ethan? It was a great day. Um, yeah, preparing for my youth camp and all that thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah? What were you, Jar? Yeah, I just kind of just sat around all day. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, no. Nah, I got um my knee tattooed the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so it's fresh. Yeah. It's looking very swollen, and yep. it is very hard to walk on. Yeah. So what is that? Uh, it's, a, it's a food dog. So, you know, a guardian Chinese dog, you know, this guardian... I know it looks a bit scary. It doesn't look like much of a guardian, <laughs> but let me assure you it is, okay? And let me assure you that I'm still Christian, okay? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but maybe when it swells down, it'll look a little bit less How menacing. How much did it hurt, like, from I'll give it a 6 out of 10. 6 Ooh. out of 10, mm. it, was, it was painful. It was bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't very bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt worse, but yeah. Was this one an expensive one? Because it it's pretty big. It was quite expensive. I didn't expect it to be this big, but... What, what do you know? I have big knees, so I <laughs> <laughs> pay a bigger price. <laughs> yeah, oh, so man. That's what it is. But yeah, so I, I kind of just sat around all day and just I watched the Eternals and stuff. So it's pretty, pretty unproductive day. But mm. let's get into like what, what you did today, Gersh. What did you get up to? What I did today? Oh, not as not as interesting as you guys, but I uh, just went to the office to go to work. Productive, you know, you gotta, you gotta yeah, yeah, no. put food on the table, you know? Yeah. 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 And I went here and that's pretty much it. But yeah, um, what, what, what's your occupation um i actually do structural engineering from monday mm. to friday yeah mm. oh. that is pretty intense hey but guess what gershom also leads a church let him introduce himself yeah, okay yeah, well, well, <laughs> still in his thunder like that all right um <laughs> anyways back to you gershom <laughs> no, no, the, uh, yeah, tell us more about that no the yeah. leading church part is hard to always say like um I don't know many people in the same position, but that's not meant to say that I'm in like a really good position. It's just, uh, yeah, Monday to Friday, I'd say I do structural engineering. And on the weekends, I'm quite involved with church things. Mm. Um, I don't want to really say I'm leading the church because it yeah. sounds so like, <laughs> yeah. up there, but no, no, no. <laughs> Humble. 
<laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. Remind everyone to be humble. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, how do you how do you balance all that? You know, you're yeah. married as well. So how do you balance your personal life, work, and church? Yeah, um, this is a frequent question I get, and I've, I actually ask myself a lot as well. Um, I think in the last, ep- in the first episode that you gave this year, I was listening to that, and you guys said like, you know, those guys that wake up early and do all these things to, mm, to make yeah. sure they get in, and the routine, how it's good. Mm. Yeah, I think I really needed a routine as well. So yeah. usually, like mornings is when I wake up and um, do all the stuff that I need to do for uh, my like evenings. So like. Anything to do related to church, whether mm. it's preparing for a sermon or anything like that, it's always in the morning between 5.30 and 7 a.m. And then at 7.30, I had to work, come back at 5. And then after 5, it's usually like time mm. with the wife and mm. maybe her family or my family. Yeah. 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 And then around 9 o'clock, maybe meet up with someone from church or something like that or mm-hmm. maybe a church meeting and try mm. to get home and sleep. Mm. Yeah, yeah, before 11 because yeah. i got to wake up early again. And yeah, then go through I'll that do again. it again. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. I like how you fit as much as you can in your day. That's good. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty fun. Like, yeah. one day feels like two days sometimes. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. but um, I don't know. I really enjoy the routine. I kind of need the routine, no, actually. I, yeah. I totally agree with that. I think now yeah. that I'm on the holidays, because I work in a school and stuff like that, uh, everyone's back at work, but I'm not, right? Yeah. But I just feel that lack of routine has kind of throw me off my zen a little bit you know ah, i feel yeah. a little bit unhinged oh yeah <laughs> that's okay it's not too late but yeah to but we'll wait for school to, to start <laughs> yeah we'll see how we go but yeah 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 well we wanted to bring you on because i, I recall one of the conversations yeah. that we had before was about finance and i just yeah. remember how passionate you were talking about that and i have completely like i don't know where to start with it to be honest mm. i mean i save that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good start. That's, that's good my finance <laughs> <laughs> What do you do financially? financially? I save my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, we. I, I think that there'll be a lot of insight to come from yeah. you. And I think we wanted to touch on things like that I talked about a lot these days, like yeah. stocks. You know, people talking about stocks nonstop. Um, Bitcoin, man. Uh, yeah. NFTs. Yeah. Oh, NFTs or, or like bro. financial freedom as oh, well. Oh, nice, so, nice. Yeah, so like it'd be cool. We'll work our way into those things. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, from the boys over here, is there anything that you want to start with asking Gersh? Or oh. Well, do you have one? If no, not, no. Yeah, because when you brought up that we're going to be talking about finance, it's yep. like such an interesting topic, right? Yep. Mm. Because go on YouTube, every podcast or every yep. single source you get, it's all finance gurus, yeah. everything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. even like growing up now where I realized was it's so different from our parents' like generation and us now on how you can think about money and mm. how you earn money is yep. so different. Mm. Because back then it's all about you work super hard and grind through your life, then you make a living, yeah. family, and then that's it. You pass on what you can yep. to the next generation, right? Now it's like stocks every like every teenager is talking about stocks mm. or, or yeah. crypto in high school. Yeah. or yeah. like you know i need to invest in houses and like all these different things yeah and it's like so crazy where if you're trying to get into it it's so confusing yeah right yeah. and mm. and i thought like oh it's kind of cool that you're super passionate about it that we can talk about it because half of our viewers are like kids that are growing up now um, to university or even like mm. from university to working and you're just like how can i save with that much like money or the little money that I have, right? Because yeah. I feel like mm. the the idea of investing or the idea of getting richer or financially stable is that you would need to get us to a certain like level mm. of income first before you yeah. can ever get there. Um, so I'm curious. I'm curious what you have to say. But I guess for me, uh, it was just a simple question on like how how did you get into it? 
Mm. Or what made you like so interested in duology? That's a really good question to start off, actually. Mm. Um, Because I'm not, I'm not like uh, super knowledgeable on the subject. I just really enjoy talking about it, reading more about it. So I I guess I'm just the average person that maybe reads or watches a little too much on the subject. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. So. Um, if anything, I can maybe just act like a filter to some of the stuff that I've read so you mm. don't have to go through everything or if your listeners don't have to go through everything. Mm. Um, but how I started off was basically um, my dad grew up in a very poor country, Indonesia. He grew up in a poor family. Um, so he didn't really have any savings. Parents didn't really have much or anything like that. Um, but for the small amounts that they saved up, he managed to, to study here and there. And then he basically, long story short, came to Australia um, still very, very poor on something like $50 a week income. Mm. And I remember like he was telling me about his wedding, how he couldn't pay for anything for his wedding. So oh, dang. someone actually paid for his wedding and he was like really thankful. Wow. And so money was a really like very scarce thing and very hard to get mm. for, for my dad. Mm. Um, but then eventually he started um, pastoring a church and obviously the income isn't very high at all. Um, so he just had to keep saving his money, keep saving his money. And I remember like whenever I'd get money from, for my birthdays or anything like that, my dad would be like, oh, put this in the bank straight away. And I remember one time as like an eight year old, I got like hundred dollars and I was like, oh, I want to spend this. I can't wait to spend this. Yeah. And my mom was like, no, 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 we're going to put it straight in the bank. Mm, yeah. And I just started to think like, oh, okay. Saving, I guess is good. But over time, um, my dad was lucky. He met a lot of like businessmen that ended up joining our church. They, um, they would send their kids from Indonesia to Perth and they'd join our church. And no. Basically, their families were quite well off and knew a lot about business, how money worked, how mm. investments worked and so on. So my dad started to learn and sit with these guys. Mm. Um, and then everything he would learn, he would teach me as well, stuff like, you know, don't make money, uh, don't work for money, but make money work for you. And like these yeah. things felt weird at the time. But over, t- over time, like as I got into my teens, my dad would like, oh, here, buy this stock or buy this or buy gold. And, and I would, like by the time I got to my uh, late teens, I'd have like a little bar of gold and a few stocks here and there. Mm-hmm. Not not because I purchased them, but my dad bo- um, bought it for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, over time, I started to see how it started appreciating value. And I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. I wonder how all this works. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I started reading a lot more and started talking to a lot more of my dad's friends and then before I knew it, I was just keep asking questions, keep reading and here I am today talking right, about it. Right, right. Yeah. So oh, that's how man. it got into yeah. That is that is pretty cool though. Like do do you have any stocks at the moment, Ethan? Nah, I've okay. been like meaning to get into it because mm-hmm. yeah, got a lot Are of all your friends bank. talking about it. Oh, 100 yeah. <laughs> percent They're earning like big bucks. Yeah. Are you like, all talking about that daily trading life with stocks <laughs> and Not crypto? Often, and not too much, but I know that their older siblings are uh, super into it. Yeah, I know that some of them have lost a lot too. Oh yeah, yeah especially it, in the crypto. Oh my god, yeah, crypto like bro. Within an hour, you be a thousandaire. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then within Bankrupt. five minutes, you will be broke. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's yeah. crazy, man. What about you, Jara? Well, in stocks? Yeah, or like anything. Yeah, I mean, I never really um, dipped my toes into that just because I felt like I didn't know what it was and like it felt like gambling to me because I didn't mm-hmm. really understand yeah, the concept yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. from my basic understanding of it. It's like, you know, you could be rich one day and you could be down the other. It's like, it yeah. just sounds like the cast to me. So <laughs> I, I didn't ha- know how to feel about doing that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, I feel like with... um. There's, when people talk about the stock market or crypto or any sort of these investments, they usually view it more as like a, a thing to get in and out of and make a quick buck, mm-hmm. whether that's like within the next few months or even the next year. But I think when it comes to investing and being sensible with your money, you got to look in a very like long-term mm-hmm. view. So um, you wouldn't invest in things that are maybe might go up in like the next 
year or a few months. You, you want to invest in things that are quality that we'll actually appreciate, that actually go um, well with the economy as well and scale with the economy as well. So um, when you start viewing it like that, um, it's sort of like this, guys. Um, each and every one of us most likely have a super fund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, whether you like it or not, you guys are kind of invested in stocks anyways because your mm-hmm. super fund is likely already investing in stocks. But they're not just investing in one stock, but a whole select few stocks that grow over time. Mm-hmm. So basically what happens is when you get to the age of 65 and retire, you take out your super money and it's like a lot more than what was initially there because it's grown over time because mm-hmm. it's a long-term investment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the idea with buying stocks <coughs> or maybe crypto or any sort of investment is to look at it in a long-term view not a uh, one two year or even less than five years i would say like mm-hmm. at least that's my philosophy like i would look at investments for the years to come so yeah. mm. with that mindset yeah. kind of changes what you buy or what you but i guess that mm. de- de- depends on the style of trading that you want to do right yeah like long term in the sense like what you were talking about it's yep. more so for the way i see it for me it's like it's just another form of saving mm. yeah but then it's like better returns because if you put in your bank right now the <laughs> returns are like bad yeah, um, yeah, but I guess like when you put in stocks for the long term ones, yeah. you're getting bigger returns. Yeah, there's a risk of it going down. Like when COVID hit last year, everything just died. Yeah, but it will eventually go back up. Yeah. Um, and so then for me, when I was thinking about like long term trading, that's what my mindset was. Yeah, it's kind of like long term saving rather than like yep. the short term trading, right? The day to day, or like if you're doing part time, where you just like trade more frequent that you do quicker trades yeah. within the days or the weeks you, you definitely got it down there like um, there's trading and there's investing trading is more like day to day stuff what you were saying mm. but when it comes to investing there's three things you need to like be aware of the first is like the initial amount that you're investing so the amount the second is the time it takes to make that investment grow and the mm. third one is the rate of return for that investment so your, your savings account at a bank um, is a good way for you to save money and let it grow over time. But the problem is the percentage that you're getting is probably like 0.1, mm. 0.5% per yeah. year, which is like nothing. Whereas in the stock market, you can maybe expect 7 to 10% return. Meaning mm. if you've got $1,000 in there every year, you're making 1,100, uh, sorry, $100, and now you've got 1,100 at the end of the year. Mm. But then the next year, you've got 1,110% of that. So, yeah. um, And it just keeps compounding. And yeah. before you know it, you've got like, hundreds of thousands maybe millions <laughs> <Yeah>. wow <laughs> yeah. so yeah. if you can increase the time and if you can increase the percentage then you're mm. in a really good spot to really set yourself up so mm. the idea for investing in the stock market is um, it's a better rate of return than saving in a bank yeah. Yeah. Um, and because you're looking at time like five plus years you're going to do pretty well over time just, yeah. just like a basic thing yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have any rules before you get into like trading? Yeah. So like for example, um, like minimum mm. bank account that you should yes, always yeah. have or percentages in yeah, your yeah, yeah. spendings sure, and your sure. pay and stuff that you would invest in? Yeah, for sure. So like um, I think what a lot of people do is maybe budget, try to limit how much they're spending and how much they're saving, those kind of things. Mm. Um, I prefer to go off like a rule of how much do you actually normally spend over a month and then save that amount times six or so you can live six months without your income or job or whatever it is like let's say you need one thousand dollars a month to live mm. um including rent and maybe not mortgage that's too cheap for mortgage but like <laughs> rent and food and petrol all those things if it's a thousand dollars a month 
save that for six months. So now you've got $6,000. And now every single thing that you earn, you can just pretty much invest that for the long term. And then mm. if somehow you lose your job, somehow something happens, you you can still live for the next six months. Yeah. Mm. Oh, um, but if you want to like be more safe, you can always add like an emergency fund where yeah. you've got extra stuff for, I don't know, get hit by a car. Mm. car breaks down something yeah, like that but uh, essentially you should have like a certain amount that you're saving so you can live and then mm. the rest is just keep investing keep investing and mm. that's pretty much it and the thing is like it's snowballing so your investments can pay you your income at the end of the day so yeah. by the time that's why you get those stories of people at 30 or maybe not 30 but 40 or in their mid 50s already like retired because they're in, they've been investing this whole time mm. and they're pretty much paying the salary there million dollar investment in stocks is paying them forty fifty thousand dollars a year without them doing anything yeah wow. mm, yeah the that dream. is that is the dream isn't yeah, it yeah that is the dream so that was for like people who are like working and like living independently right yeah. but for like let's say like kids like me who are still like living with the parents would you say just go for it like dude that's even a better place that's yeah. a better position because yeah. like if you think about it your living expenses are close mm. to zero <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I mean, it's really it's a really good position mm-hmm. to be in, and it's actually quite lucky. Um, that that means like every dollar that you earn can literally just be invested, mm. um, unless you have like one goal that you're trying to save for, yeah. like mm-hmm. um, like a house or something like that. But uh, even buying a house, I think it might be better to invest in the stock market <laughs> instead of a house. Yeah, <laughs> instead of a Fair house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, um, how do you like? I guess from like other people always asking is like, what do you, what do you like? Invest in or like, what do you trade? Yeah, this is a good like question because I think when we think about stocks, you can think about the gambling thing and you know yeah. what goes down yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this part may be helpful because what we want to invest in is things called index funds. Mm-hmm. Um, so index funds are pretty much like a like a tracker that tracks a group of stocks. So if I were just to invest in one stock, if that if that company went bust or didn't do well, then all my money's gone or I've lost a lot of my money. Mm. But if I invest in two companies, then maybe it's a bit better. Mm. But if I invest in like, say, 100 companies, that's even better. Um, it's called being diversified in your stocks. Mm. So the, the, the strategy is to buy an index fund that tracks a group of stocks that appreciate over time because what what's guaranteed to happen is population grows economy mm. grows innovation grows efficiency grows all these things will go up with time and when you can capture that with companies that innovate and do well in those things um, you basically can capture those gains so mm. a standard index is called like a S&P 500 you might have heard of it it, ta- it tracks pretty much like the top 500 stocks in the US so if you were to buy the S&P 500, let me try not to get too technical yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm yeah, seeing your faces get, you, <laughs> you guys seem pretty scared. So imagine the top 500 companies in America. Yeah. Now, if you could have a stock in every single one of those, mm. then over time, those companies will do better and better and better, yep. and you get to own a bit of everything and basically mm. earn over time with it as well. Yeah. Um, and how it works is, if one of those companies doesn't perform that well, and like another company does really well, it gets put into the S&P 500, and then the other one falls out. Mm. So then it only tracks the top 500 over time. So over the long term, you're only getting the best of the best mm. over the years. Mm. Um, which basically means, if you invest in that, 
um, you're always gonna get more on your investment over time, like yeah. in the long term. That is long term. Short term, you might see companies go bust and yeah. here and there, yeah. but, or economy or coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. long term, like it's always going to increase at roughly an average of seven percent, like historically, seven to ten percent. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So right. like, um, yeah. I don't know how you even like get into it. So like, how would you? Um, get started just, yeah just even trade just mm. like are there apps for it are there yeah like there's a few and everything? there's a lot of apps so I'm not sure how you guys know about how to buy a stock yet or not no, no clue no. No. I think <laughs> there's only one here that plays yeah. around with cool. stocks yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it, it just depends where you're at right yeah like in Australia you have certain banks that do certain apps like here and there because like for me I use a couple um, just because of work and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then for me, the main ones I use is like Comsec because yep. I'm close with that. But then you also get Self Wealth. Yep. But then you also got Stake, which is American stock. Yep, correct. So it's just like different. Oh, um, know your stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been trying to get into it. Oh, well, I always have been interested in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I felt like I had to stop a bit because it kind of took me on a like a spiral. Which yeah, yeah. I will talk about later, I guess. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. um, okay. <clears throat> but then, but then, yeah. So I guess apps wise, I feel like there's just so many. It's just finding which ones you like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So me, yeah. There. So you've got platforms, and they're pretty much just like brokers. Like they're the guys that you get on, and then you basically give the money to them to buy the stock, and then you own the stock. Yeah. Um. In the old days, you would have someone that actually, like, you'd have to call and then they have to buy yeah, the stock yeah, for yeah. you. But this one is just, like, all automated on a platform um, and you buy your stocks through the brokers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go any broker. You can go Comsec, you can go NAB, or you can use self-wealth, stake, all these things. Mm. And what you're basically looking for is just the, the cheapest transaction, like, the cheapest way to buy stocks. Because someone, some of them charge, like, $20 to buy a stock. Mm. Um, some charge $3, some charge um, almost nothing, those kind of things. So mm. you want to get the lowest fee yeah. and then buy a stock and it's yours and then that's... Mm. Yeah. Mm. So what's what's your loadout, Gershom? Because <laughs> it's, it's like watching a YouTube best builds, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's, what's your build at the moment so people can know how to do the Gershom build, you know? Yeah. Ah, the Gershom the build. Meta. <laughs> the meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It only um, makes sense if you if you play games on what Josh yeah. just said. Yeah. I'm sure most people get it. Yeah. I mean... Um, so to buy those index funds, you got to buy them on the stock exchange and they, they're packaged in a thing called ETFs. Um, ETFs, you can pretty much buy on a stock exchange just like any other stock. So I would, these are the two stocks that I normally buy. Mm. They're VGS. VGS. So that's the ticker symbol if you go on the platform and type it in. Okay. That basically tracks the top 1,500 companies globally. Minus Australia. Okay. So you've got like 65% in the States and then the rest are like Russia, Europe, Japan, all these other countries. Mm. Mm. Um, and then the other stock that I buy is VAS, which is the top 300 companies in Australia. Mm. The reason why I like the Australian ones is because they pay a good amount of dividends. Are you guys mm. familiar with dividends? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gains, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, th- so there's two ways you can make money off stocks. One is like the price goes up and then yep. you sell. obviously got money from there. Mm-hmm. The second is that the companies actually pay out their shareholders oh, yeah. cash, yep. like excess cash, and then mm-hmm. you, it just goes into your pocket. Yeah. Mm. So Australian shares, most people like them because they pay a lot of dividends to their um, shareholders. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So you, that, that's how you can mm. have like a million dollars worth of stocks and get fifty, forty thousand dollars a year just mm. doing nothing. Yeah. Oh interesting. Wow. Yeah. 
So when you buy stocks, do you buy a percentage of it, or like I don't know how it works? Like, uh, you so there's a there's a price for each stock, and you you can you buy like the whole stock as itself. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but some I think some platforms now start to divide stocks, so you can even buy like half a share or a full Mm. share or interesting three quarters of a share. Maybe that's advanced, eh? Yeah, but I I think (laughs) I think if you want to go further on it, like rather than me try to explain to you and you try to make sense of it, Mm. um, maybe you can just search like ETF investing mm. and mm. then there's so many resources out there that are quite good mm. yeah. okay. do, do you think there's an ideal age to start or you can kind of just start whenever oh dude um so warren buffett like one of the greatest investors out there mm-hmm. he he's, he started trading i think or he started investing um when he was 12 oh and, my he, gosh, and he regrets investing behind. too late <laughs> he what? says, like, he, yeah, he <laughs> said he bought his first stock when he was twelve, and he's like, oh, I, I wish I invested earlier. And I think that just captures the whole like, your investments really, really grow with time. Mm. Like mm-hmm. time is one of the biggest factors to grow. Like, um, let's say you start investing now, Jara, and then mm. ten years later, I start investing the same amount, or maybe even double your amount. Um, you could potentially. Um, have more than me over five years after that. Like right. time is like a really, really big factor. Okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. I should have pulled my numbers out, but I think yeah, that would be no. too nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, for someone my age now, someone that yeah. hasn't touched stocks. Yeah. There's no harm. In d- I mean, of course, like as well. <laughs> you know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you should be comfortable with like where mm. the money's going, yeah. rather than just like oh, because Gershom said so. It sounds cool. Um, mm, yeah. Try, try your best, and I'm yeah. happy to like answer more questions or even like give perspective yeah yeah because um, once you're com- confident with that like it's easy to put in most of your salary once you've built up a nice like mm. savings mm. To, to stocks or mm. other investments mm. that you find yeah yeah okay mm. interesting all right but yeah um yeah like so i guess going back because I, I i'm i may sound stupid here but it's like no, no, how how does like the cash come in does that uh, make sense? From the stocks or from like your living? I guess from the stocks as well. So are you asking oh. how to pocket that money? Yeah, I guess so like, do you just sell it? Do you just yeah, sell the stock? Yeah, it's literally buy and sell. You just buy and sell the stock pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, if you're buying index funds, you're not actually planning to sell it until you mm. really need it, which is like when you're... Retired. Yeah, because then it'll be at this... Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because the idea is you earn enough money to to make your um, backup savings, that six-month living thing. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you make enough money just to live off that month and the excess just all gets invested, all gets invested. Mm. And it just keeps going like that until the day you decide, I don't want to work anymore. Yep. And then you realize your investments have grown to a point that it can pay you off like your living expenses mm. from month to month. And that's when you know you're financially free. Yeah. When your investments can pay your daily expenses. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. When did you start investing and when do you see yourself retiring? Oh man, it's a good question. Wow. So <laughs> I, 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 I started, it's hard to say exactly when because my dad technically started it for me and then mm. I saw it and I just kept picking mm. it up. So, yeah. so 12 as well. <laughs> yeah, he wants it earlier, man. I didn't make that conscious decision. My mm. dad did. Yeah. Um, but I started off maybe consciously when... I was 19. Okay. 19, yeah. Mm. I started my vacation work and, I, and yeah. a guy from work actually told me about these ETF things and then I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense with my investing philosophy. Let me continue to go into that and then mm. just kept investing, investing. Mm-hmm. And mm. yeah, in, ter- in terms of when would I retire, 
Uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, man. Because <laughs> to be fair, now. Like, yeah, <laughs> 2022 was, is his year. Was like, like end of last year, I was like, oh man, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna quit the engineering thing. Hey, like, uh, I could probably keep going with like church and just help out more. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I can pick up something on the side and continue investing and live off. And mm. yeah, I was, I was. Mm. That's what I was thinking. But I think. Mm. In terms of a, an age, I'm not sure because I don't have kids yet. Uh, mm, yeah. We're getting a puppy at the end of this month. So <laughs> <laughs> I think the expenses are starting to rise. Yeah. So I, really don't know. <laughs> I can't confidently say, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, no, yeah. fair enough. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But, but I, d- I did have a goal for myself to make, like, um, by the time I was 40, to only have half my income from my workplace and the other half for investments. Mm. Oh, I see, I see. I want to talk more about NFTs. Like, what's that all about? Oh, yeah. Is that, that's a uh, new thing that's yeah, rising yeah. recently. From my understanding, it's like trading cards. It's kind of like Pokemon yeah, cards. Yeah, it's a unique thing. Yeah. And then I know kind of a bit about it. I know there's like a thing called gas fees. So it's like you have to pay a certain amount to either sell yeah. the NFTs or like put it up somewhere. And yeah. Like Could you technically it. make your own NFT? Yeah, yeah. you can. You can. Huh. Yeah. It's actually like... It's so pretty easy. So like it's good for like digital artists and stuff. Yeah, then. it's super. Oh yeah, really it's good. like uh, the the, the industry is just wide open, and yeah, so wow. you can enter it now and monetize yeah. it. Some of my mates have got a lot of money. I know. I've heard like a lot of people have accumulated a lot of wealth from that, but it doesn't it seem a bit silly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why it's overhyped at the moment. Spending so much money, it will, yeah. it will pop. Uh, yeah, one day yeah. And then yeah. that's it. Do you hear about the guy that took a photo? Of himself for four hundred days in a row, or something? No, four years. Uh, <laughs> for a long period of time, right? Every single day, he took a photo of himself yeah. and he sold it all as NFTs, and huh. he got about close to a mil. Oh nice. Just people will pay for it. <laughs> it's, oh. just, it's, it's, it's just start it's, now. Yeah. Yeah. Start taking photo of every single podcast we do. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. NFTs are, are crazy. But yeah. Anyways. yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on NFTs? Um, I mean, I haven't really dove into it that much, mm. but in terms of like cryptocurrencies and so on and blockchain technology yeah. those those things are like I'm very very interested in mm. um, it's a space that I really enjoy um, and then when NFTs came about like it was really good and then suddenly all these like influencers or YouTubers or whoever it is like start to really get into it yeah. um, and overhype it to a point that maybe like people think it's like the easiest way and biggest way to make money which mm. maybe some methods but it's not consistent it doesn't really go with my mm. philosophy but um yeah. uh it's definitely an interesting space like there's definitely still money to be made in F- nfts there's still a lot to learn about it as well yeah yeah there's there's like um do you guys roughly know how nfts work yeah yeah kind of, kind of. Yeah. so so like in, in there's a I don't want to get too technical again. But basically, <laughs> yeah. there's a blockchain, and this blockchain, like you have your cryptocurrencies, and they're all pretty much the same. They're all mm. minted the same. Yeah. But in this blockchain, you can create a unique, uh, like crypto in itself, or a unique token. But that token yep. is that NFT is like a non-fungible token, mm. because all these other tokens they're fungible, meaning they're all like the same. Like mm. uh, if I give you one dollar, we're all like got the same dollar. But if I were to stamp it with a unique code. Yeah, that's an NFT because it's like that unique thing. Unique, yeah. So yeah. only one person can ever own it, but everyone knows that person owns it because it's mm. on this blockchain that everyone has available in front of them, yeah. like a ledger. Oh, wow. okay. So you can actually have. Uh, you might have heard of, uh, like the metaverse and people, yeah. yep. like buying and selling property yep. online because those properties are NFTs. They're like your land deed or land rights, and you can like hold on to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, you can build casinos on that land, and people can actually like 
bet money on the land and then if wow. they lose then you get the money and then that money gets transferred straight to whoever's holding the NFT in their wallet Dang. so you can oh. just yeah it, it's a whole new world out there but it's uh, <laughs> it's so really scary. really interesting <laughs> yeah but that, that's also scary because there's a lot of unknowns yeah. here wow. yeah yeah Damn, I miss the times where in the ancient world they just you know you know, hunt for food they gave the food they got the coin <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy you know I'm living in the, in the wrong time yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's pretty interesting sometimes yeah. though pretty yeah interesting, no that's yeah. cool did you ever um, were you tempted to put in a little bit into GameStop when that was a hype thing nah let me c- I think I was really persistent with my investment philosophy where it's more of a mm. long term thing like mm. if, if mm. I ever got into that like I think it would violate that philosophy and I'm, I'm not going to lie, there's been other opportunities where I have like got into stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this is why I shouldn't have. Because right. like, investment's all about long term. Mm. And as soon as you start breaking that, it, 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 uh, you can spiral downwards and, and all these things as well. Yeah. Like um, there's this famous quote that the Warren Buffett says about the stock market. He says, the stock market is a wonderful instrument or tool to transfer wealth from the impatient to the patient. Mm. Wow. If we can look okay. at it, investing as the long-term thing, then you, you are definitely going to win and, and make a lot from there. Yeah. Mm. Um, but a lot of too many, too many people, too many influencers, too many young guys these days are like, oh, I can make this much yeah. in this amount of time. Like, that's not really yeah. investing. It, it yeah. does seem like crypto is like easy cash, quick cash, you know? It, yeah, it's also a cash. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's also a scam in some regard because like people can make that and then, run away with the money right? I heard something happen like with one cryptocurrency oh, yeah. recently like yeah. crypto a lot, a lot of people like put their money in there and then yeah. they dipped and yeah. Yeah. yeah they're called uh, rug pools actually oh. not, not that I've been involved in one but <laughs> <laughs> some stocks lingo <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. the ghost the, coin yeah, there's, there's actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a coin there's a ghost coin so I was saying no there's a crypto called Ong O-N-G which is my last name oh there you go but that's not mine that's not mine I only really got into it maybe at the end of 2020. Mm, so you yeah. own some? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've like honestly, yeah, got some crypto. Mm. But I feel like it's a, uh, it's more the blockchain technology that I'm really rooting for more mm. than just like Bitcoin or anything like that. But Bitcoin is a big part of the black blockchain. Yeah, because you need. For like NFTs, I'm pretty sure you need like Ethereum. You do need Ethereum, but NFTs can be built on different um, blockchains itself. Mm, true. Yes. So nah, I don't want to get into it too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, did you, I guess moving slightly away from yeah. your investment side of things, but more, I guess your thought process of, have you ever dipped into like, I guess, short term trading then? Mm. Or do you find that a little bit more risky? Because you mentioned earlier about like your philosophy going like yeah. investment. It's a long term thing. Yeah. Then what are your thoughts on like the whole short term thing or about kids these days or people like, you know, looking towards like a more daily trade or like you, you trade more often, try to get more cash and go that way? Mm. Yeah. Um, to be fair, that's like a whole different game to investing. That's more of like a, a skill or a, I, I don't know what to really call it, but I wouldn't. Oh, oh, it's, not, it's you know what it reminds me of Maple Story. It reminds yeah. me of um, <laughs> I played Maple Story. What's so it much, called? Man. No, what, what's the what's the term for it? It was like marketing. What yeah, the yeah. Free, they even call it marketing. Yeah, yeah. Market. where they they would uh, always buy a scroll yeah, they and then sell it for more, they sell then for buy more. it again, and yeah, yeah, yeah they just yeah. keep doing that. It's like yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's traders as well that, that do that. They they call like money makers, um, mm. market makers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they they help provide liquidity in the market. Yeah, yeah. right. Wait, <laughs> curious though, did you get rich in Maple Story? 
Because uh, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say rich, but I, I think I made a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some numbers. Give us some numbers. I think it was like 300 million mesos. Ma- there you go, guys. Yeah. yeah. It works, guys. 300 million what? <laughs> this guy has been investing for a while. This is <laughs> the maple money. I can't maple believe money. I remember that. That's not even, that's not even something money. I remember. No, you would. It's I a milestone. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I earned that much in maple so I would remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah, until you get hacked, you know, and then yeah. you just wake up, your account's naked. Yeah, you wake up <laughs> in the free market in some yeah. random space. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. No clothes on. And you what? only have like underwear on. You're oh, like, bro. That was, that was every kid's nightmare. Walking <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, hoping not to see that. Yeah, Maple Star is good. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, because I think now, like, when you when we speak about like influencers or just pretty much everyone, right? Yep. You have this thought about retiring retiring young yep. and then just living the way you want to enjoying life because that's yeah. the big thing now right yeah. now it's all about you know how you feel work life balance like balancing what you want to yep. do retire all that stuff where you put it like 10 20 years back no one even talks about that cuz all yeah. about grinding hard true so then nowadays you get so many people where you, my TikTok half of it is investing stuff or okay. like you know these influencers or guys telling you invest in this this is going to blow up in the next mm. like six months and stuff mm. and then you get kids or you get a lot of people that keep going into that mm. and then you just never know what to read what to do yep. so like like I mentioned earlier about like my spiral thing right so yep. it was because of COVID I had nothing to do yeah. I was just like let's just invest because I've always been super interested yep. in investing but then now at the same time I I know that like for me like my whole life I've thought about going to corporate working like earn a lot of money and then invest and then just live comfortably mm. um, but then now twist you know I want to work for church blah 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 money ain't there yep. um, so then now it's like I'm in this pressure zone where I'm like late twenties now. Okay, mid mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> heading 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 late twenties, man. But then it's like now I'm just like, man. Everyone around my age, everyone that's telling me, it's like invest, 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 mm, do this, get yeah. rich. And then it's that pressure of like, I need to be financially sound to to be able to enjoy life mm. because like money Ooh. runs the world now yeah, in every yeah. single thing, right? So then the, sh- the whole short-term trading thing comes in where you're like, maybe I can do this yep. and earn more money. Mm. Um, there's a, it, defen- it depends how you define rich. Because um, we think rich is like, you know, you got $200 million or whatever, like mm. you can afford this and this and that. Not exactly. Like um, there's a really bo- good book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, by Robert Kiyosaki. He, his, it's a really, really good book. But it basically defines... Um, you're pretty much rich when your investments can pay for your daily living expenses mm. where you don't actually have to work at all. Um, how do you get to that point? You can either invest a lot and it pays so much that it covers all your living expenses or you can actually invest a lot still but live very minimally so your daily expenses are actually really small. Like, And then technically you're already rich because your investments are paying that. So. Yeah. If the whole idea of like um, living like minimally but investing smart is is just is to achieve that like rich isn't in the terms of like mansions and Lamborghinis but being able to do what you really want without being constrained by finances mm. and I think people focus too much on earning a lot investing so much and all these big returns but don't focus too much on min- living minimally asking yourself what you actually really need what you don't need mm. um, because technically. To be fair, every one of us like could be rich, uh, are rich because we can live very minimally, mm. and even earning like minimum wage at Macca's, whatever, 
it's it's already enough to invest and have over time, you know, let that pay off you. Yeah, mm. yeah. I guess it's just the whole concept of yeah, the sure. influencer life. You oh, know? it's hard, Because that's all we see, right? Yep. Like everywhere we go now, like everybody's so into investing now. It's such a big thing because everyone's you have access to that now, right? With yeah. apps and things where it's so easy to literally drop a grand and then that's it, you know? But yeah. back then, you got to do the call, you got to do all this stuff. Yep, yep. But now it's just like, it's like a click away. Yeah. Like everything is. Um, so then you get that where, like I guess I found myself in that trap where I've always understood like investing because same thing, my parents, my family, like they all came from very poor backgrounds. Mm. So then I see them at home where it's like, oh, whenever they do groceries, it's like buying things that are only on sale or like the cheapest stuff um, where they would never just buy proper standard brands and things that other families would do or my friends. And so then in that mindset, it's like, oh man, I got to grind or find a way to get more money mm. so then I can live comfortably where I don't have to like look at my parents and think about, oh yeah, I buy the minimal stuff, I buy the cheap stuff, we save, you know? Yeah. Because they're definitely in a position where they can definitely live more comfortable but it's like the mindset mm. that mm. they're like, oh man, we still got to... Yeah to go but then when you brought up the whole maybe what they're doing that minimal lifestyle is actually a good way to live as well not necessarily I'd argue that's like the best way to live man <laughs> but go. I mean that's literally caveman style okay no. <laughs> <laughs> caveman style <laughs> but like yeah like you can count the amount of clothes you have or you can count the amount of possessions you have and, and like you're, the stuff that you eat like it's not like every day you're eating out and these kind of things like Mm. You can live totally fine and then you don't have to worry about this extravagant life that everyone's painting on the social media. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, because I guess I'll share a little bit with my... Yeah, like, what happened was like, I think I felt so pressured because I, I, I mean, I really like the stuff, but on the other side, I also realized that like, I love gambling. Okay, not gambling. Let's confess our sins. Oh, <laughs> I, love, I love the risk of things, like ah, the, yeah. you, the potential, right? So like... Um, the rush. Yes, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then because it was COVID and stuff, everyone was talking about it. I wanted to find different ways I can earn an income, right? Mm. Because the way that I always thought is like, I want to do so much for church, but I can only do that if I have enough to kind of get me going, which is so wrong. Um, which, <laughs> yeah, but, but like, you know, Jesus kind of helped me change that mindset a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but then, so then, like, during COVID, because you weren't talking to people, you weren't going out much, you're like, what do I do? Yeah. So I was reading every single day. It was, like, 20 videos or articles of, like, investing, mm. what to do. So then I learned about, like, uh, currency trading. I learned about crypto. I learned about, like, everything. Um, so then you got your your index stocks and things like that, right? But then I thought to myself, oh man, it's too long. <laughs> you know, yeah. like by the time I get the money, I'm dead, you know? So then <laughs> like, okay, like 60 something. Okay, yeah, but like, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't like, yeah. Um, but then I was like, what, surely there is a way it can be quicker, right? Because yeah. people around me are friends. I want to retire by 30, 40, like things like that. Um, so then I remember I started like day trading in like um, like currency and crypto. Oh, nice. So like at a point for both of them, I actually earned about 10 grand in a week. Um, but then I got so into it that I started putting riskier um, like positions in all of them. And then I lost like eight grand in like a day. Damn. And then I cried a little bit. Then I spent the two grand on shoes, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it feels zero better. came out with nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got good shoes um, but yeah, but I remember at that moment, I like stopped myself where I told myself that like, if I do investments, it has to be long term. Yeah. Or you would need like boundaries, like strong boundaries. Because anyone that says, I'm just doing this so I can be, you know, day by day, little bit by little bit and eventually save, like it's a trap. 
mm. you know, because when the money comes, it like is is so hot to just like oh my god, I, you stop now, right? Mm. You keep going, keep going, and then boom, mm. all the money gone. You're a fiend for it. Yeah, it's just so nice when you see the, the green. Crackheads for the stock. <laughs> <laughs> Stockheads. <laughs> um, but yeah, have you have you ever had any like losses like that or? Any times early on when you tried go into it that you had losses like that? Um, not. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, there, there is one time. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, aside from like index funds and in, in the short term, you'll always see maybe some dips, and you'll be like, oh no, that sounds really bad. Like COVID, like oh, you mm, lost like half yeah. your portfolio, but then now it's like back to double it if you had invested at that time. Mm. Um, but aside from those um, expected investment outcomes uh there was one stock that i was really like interested in and i was like oh i, I read this on Mon- monthly fools or something it's like uh, the best stock that's gonna grow so much this year mm. so I, I put like my money into that and then it, it went up like 17 percent. and i was like oh this is good like uh, i'm so, i'm so good at this like, <laughs> why, why did i bother with that long trade <laughs> um yeah and today it's like half the amount that i put in like i never got that money back so mm. i cut my losses this year and put into something else mm. more yeah sensible mm. yeah yeah this is scary man yeah. so wait you buy it's like the rule right you buy when it's slow and then you sell when it's high is that the rule uh, but that's more that's more what? day trading not yeah, so that's much day trading. yeah that's yeah. more not day, okay, yeah okay. the investment side of things yeah, yeah. It, for long term you literally just buy it and then you just keep it because that investment should yeah. pay you off while Decide yeah, to stop working because yeah. it's always going to be. It's always just going to keep paying you off. Yeah, yeah. it'll just keep going up over the yeah. long term. Literally, when you don't want to work anymore, then you can start taking it out yeah. small bits by bits, and th- that's a whole different other topic, like how mm. to withdraw from your investments to live off it. Mm. Yeah, yeah I guess that's that's what's nice about these long term investments, where when you put it in there, you kind of you don't really check it. Yeah, like yeah. for me I find like I just every couple of months I'll put in a bit and then I just leave it aside and then eventually over time when you check it once in a while you'll be like oh wow <laughs> yeah. it's decent it's money like finding like five dollars in your pocket yeah yeah oh. like that's like the best <laughs> yeah when you clear up your wardrobe and it's like 20 bucks yes that kind of feeling like that's how I view it in terms mm, of because yeah, you have it in your bank account and then you're spending expenses but you also got this second point of saving that yeah. you just forget about mm. but yeah. it's there yeah. um, mm. I guess that's how I view it in terms of the long term investments yeah. as well yeah yeah so for sure so wait was there like a, I don't know I kind of heard it was like a Christian and non-Christian kind of perspective about yeah, stocks man. yeah yeah oh even just with money and investing yeah. in general like you can get so the, the reason why it's hard to get out of the short term trades even if you've made a lot or even if you've lost and you just want to keep making up those gains is because Money's uh it's very hard to not be emotional when it comes to money. Mm. When it comes to like this is yours and this is your gains. Mm. I think when we look at it too much and be like money is like everything to me, that's when it starts to consume you. Yeah. Um and this is where the Christian perspective really helps as well because the the what but the Christian perspective of money it's literally just seeds to sow into God's kingdom. Like mm, come on. These aren't things for your own gain. They're to be sown and anything that mm. that reaps from it isn't necessarily supposed to be more money but just to help God's kingdom. Mm, yeah. And yeah, I think good. when we view money too highly and the most important thing in life, mm. it's so easy to like I go spiral down and actually lose life itself. But mm. if you can give that away and or, or just think about it as like, this is God's money in the first place. Mm. I just want to be a faithful steward to it. I just want to be a responsible steward. Mm. And any money that at the end of the day, I want to like sow it back into God's kingdom. Yeah. Um, that 
it, it takes off the, the the burden of like oh gosh like it's up to me to make this grow like it's up yeah. to me to make this like yep. it, you do the best that you can mm. in terms of like understanding and investing well mm. but then from there like you just trust like it's not even yours yeah, to it's begin with it's not yours, yours yeah. to like yeah mm. reap mm. the benefits at the very end yeah. but yeah. yeah see what God gives and takes yeah. do, do you think uh, investing all that time gives you a bit more like reassurance in that in regard because like for someone that's not investing I feel the pressure sometimes I even get a bit you know before I go to bed I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna be homeless you know like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know like do you think investing kind of helps with that whole the Christian perspective and stuff as well kind of like um, I can't speak for everyone here because mm. I've only lived a certain path that I can't relate to every single one but yeah. I think there's a I'm at a point where like not because I have so much money but I'm at a point where like money doesn't mean much to me mm. like mm. it's just something that like helps buy stuff and I guess helps with certain things in life yeah. Yeah. but it's not the thing to gain or to grow or to like really I don't know surround my life or center my life yeah. mm. and I think when you get to that point it, it it feels like you're only working because you know it, you like the job not because you need it to pay off that mortgage or you yeah. need it to live this excessive lifestyle or this hope that you will get to this extravagant lifestyle. Yeah. But when, when you invest, like you, you, you really saying like, oh, I, I look for the long term. like you learn how to be patient. You learn how to like not live for the extravagant life now. And the things that you can control is just minimizing what you spend on so you can invest more. So you just like mm. decrease what you, and, but you, you just like, oh, it'll be okay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Still. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah. Cause, um, yeah, I guess I guess the biggest thing about investing it's one thing that I've learned is like speaking to different people, it's more do it if you're comfortable with it. Mm, like yeah. even though if it's like people say it's good and like you should do this, should do that. I think if they've like you aren't too sure then take your time. Like yeah. yeah, like read up, maybe do whatever you need to do to feel comfortable to do it mm. rather than feel pressure because you don't know what even if people tell you, oh, yeah, I have, like, a few thousand and this and that, you never know whether it's, like, their parents giving them the money or do they actually even have that amount yeah, in it? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. we don't even know how much they've lost by doing all their yeah, random they, people stuff. People like to talk about the good yeah, stuff. They, yeah, yeah, like, they, they never really much. show. Because, yeah, like, right. yeah, because I, I guess, like, when I work with people, people talk to me about it. It's, like, if their stocks and everything is going so well, like, they're talking about it, right? They, they wouldn't be working with me still, you know, in my current yeah. job or, or like doing this or doing that. Like, mm. if it's doing so well, like they. Yeah, why still here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me? But I, I guess yeah. it's like, you, I, I think the way I see it, where what, what helps me with my own investments, it's like, I, I take, I learn from what people tell me, but then mm. it's like, I just go at my own pace, you know? Yeah. yeah How much sure. money I have, I do that. Even though some of these guys have like triple my amount at like, younger than me or my age is like you know at least I'm comfortable with what I invest in and mm. what I know then at least it's there yeah. um, because for any of you guys that are thinking of like investing it's more like yeah just learn what you can like mm. obviously we are not financial gurus so don't take oh neither am I this is not financial advice, advice. <laughs> it's just more <laughs> our journeys in terms of it yeah. but then mm. it's like yeah like do what you're comfortable with because everywhere you go now um, you listening to this podcast your Instagram and stuff probably going to come up with investment stuff now but <laughs> it's just that learn, learn what you can and get a good understanding yeah. of it before stepping into it because mm. it can yep. make you lose money too if you don't yeah. know what you're doing yeah. Yeah. so like someone saying that how like what is the do you have any like maybe 
book recommendations or just yeah, like, yeah, like sure. videos or just like just in general how do you like learn I guess and like maybe even like once you learn kind of maintain because I did kind of hear that the best way to like do stocks and all that is to be like updated with like the company or like maybe accounts and everything that like maybe give updates and everything yeah um in terms of books like i definitely recommended uh, that book that i said before rich dad poor dad mm-hmm. robert kiyosaki that just gives you an idea of like the investing mindset and yeah. like why you should look at investments in this certain ways and mm. look at assets more as a priority compared to liabilities or these things mm-hmm. um there's a really good practical one that's written by an australian author named the barefoot investor um I forgot his, the author's name Scott I think his name is yeah, Scott that Morrison one. Scott, Scott, no, 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 Scott Morrison Scott Morrison uh, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a really practical book in mm-hmm. terms of like what you should be aiming for with your super with your mortgage all these things if, mm-hmm. if you're entered to that yeah. I don't agree with all of the stuff but it's a very good starting point yeah. um, in terms of like keeping up to date with stocks that's the beauty of like um, investing in index funds because yeah. you're literally just investing into a index fund that invests in the top 500 or 300 stocks yeah. and it just does it for, for you like you. the yeah. whole time like you don't really have to read up about mm-hmm. it or time it per se like you just um, there's a term called dollar cost average in which mm-hmm. is literally just means buying in consistently over time because it just keeps going up yeah okay yeah. Oh, dope yeah yeah uh, anything else, guys? Well, I guess the one thing that you kind of mentioned earlier that we didn't get the chance to really touch in is like, what do you mean when you said about like uh, financially free? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah, like, I guess like, you know, maybe the, the term speaks for itself where you just... Yeah, free mm. financially do whatever. But yeah, but I guess, no, in, no. I mean, you obviously would have more understanding on that. Yeah. Um, because we all could have different definitions or yeah, but like yeah. what what would be yours? Yeah, so there's this whole movement called um the FIRE movement. You might have heard of it. It 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 pretty much just stands for financially independent, retire early. Oh, um it's the whole nice. idea that like you're you you work but then you invest you keep investing and over time you get financially independent, which is where your investments can pay off your living expenses mm. and you can retire early. Mm. Um I don't really agree with the retire early part, but basically what it's trying to say is that you can live in a way where you prioritize what you really want to do in life yeah. and you don't be constrained by the finances. Mm. And that's really what I define as financial freedom. So mm, yeah. if, if, if you want to, say, pastor a church or if you want to volunteer with kids or, or, or what, whatever your life's passion is or, or draw or continue this podcast for, for like the entire life, your entire mm. life, yeah. whatever it may be, like whatever your passions is, like you live in such a way so you just enjoy the things. And what you mm. realize is... Things that are really worth enjoying in life don't actually require a lot of money. Mm. Um, and, and I think people don't really get that. People like the Lamborghinis and the whatever, the flashy life. But if you really want to enjoy life, like having good friends, having a wonderful community like this, this church you guys are in, like that doesn't cost anything at all. Mm. But if you can earn just a small amount, invest, but then live in a way that you prioritize what matters most in life, then you can set yourself up for financial freedom and live that way from day one. Like, you don't have mm. to wait till you're 65. Like, the idea that we have to work so hard, pay off a mortgage, and then wait till we're 65, then then finally enjoy life, that that's absurd to me. Like, yeah, I don't understand yeah, that at all. Yeah. Why can't we live that way from day one? Like, yeah. especially, like, not I know not everyone has this opportunity, but at least us, like, here at Perth, Australia, like, we're definitely well within our means to live, like, to do what we really want. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. It doesn't cost that much money. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And I, th- yeah. oh, sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, I really like what you said. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like it's it's like a mindset thing that yeah. we all have to learn yeah. to, to kind of switch, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's so much access to, like you said, all the the nice stuff, you know, that we would want, um, but that's not necessarily what it means to to have a great life or to enjoy what you actually can have and do, right? Yeah. It's just we forget about the small things that actually make life kind of good, like the people around you, the environment you're in, all that, because mm-hmm. we focus so much on all the stuff we can buy. Yeah. Or the things we can do with the money, but we yeah. we forget, and I guess that's where it feels like we're a little bit poorer, or like we just don't get that privilege to do mm, that. Yeah. And I think where that's where the concept of investing or getting rich quick, yeah, um, comes from. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Like the the best things in life to to enjoy fully, like truly enjoy in life, they cost almost nothing. Like mm. a, a friendship or or if, like God's grace, like that costs nothing. Mm. Yeah. Like the best things to enjoy in this life, they cost close to nothing or are mm. free mm. so like we spend so much of our time like desiring like yeah big extravagant stuff but um, yeah once we get out of that we're so free to just continue working at Maccas or whatever <laughs> i cannot enjoy you, it look, i love people working at Maccas. <laughs> you really you work at Maccas? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm so sorry you used yeah. to work at Maccas? Uh, no i used to work at iga <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. oh okay close yeah. enough yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, i could use iga instead <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so i I mean, that is something that I guess a lot of us really like need to think about mm-hmm. because, uh, yeah, I guess just the concept about living minimal. I feel like that's the biggest thing that I really took out of this whole conversation today about mm. learning to to really think about what yeah. I actually need rather mm-hmm. than what I want. Yeah. Um, to be able to just like change my perspective on life a little bit to be able to, to enjoy it. And I hope you guys are watching mm. us today like also kind of grab that. Mm. Um, but if you want to invest in stocks, do it anyways. We love a little bit yeah. investment. I mean, I was just saying uh, off camera just before that now I feel really inspired to start yeah. in stocks. <laughs> uh, so you might see me in that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll interview you next time. Jar has invested in Jar's it. like profile pictures like an NFT. Yeah, you can yeah. do NFT. Like, <laughs> gyro. Oh, right. $10,000. Gyro is a crypto the coin. Gyro NFT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great having you on here. No, it's been a pleasure to be here, guys. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it, man. Um, but as always, do you have any last words to say before we close mm. it up, uh, Gershom or Jar or Ethan? I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, remember that it's a patient game, and um, yeah, take your time. Yeah, uh, it's what's necessary, not what you want. That kind of thing, right? Like, mm. As I'm trying to recap, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of things <laughs> going through my mind right now. NFTs right now. Thinking of a design. <laughs> no. No, but no, yeah. well, I like I like what he said. It's like, um, yeah. Things, the best things in life are free, and you know, once you like have that mindset, it's like money just becomes so like, like not important mm. you anymore. Like, yeah, but yeah. I think there are more things valuable than money for, for sure, sure in this life. For sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But well, thanks well, again, Gershom. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, what we like to say around here is uh, stay fresh. So yeah. Yep. We'll do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Can we get a stay fresh from you, Gersh? Oh, yeah, stay fresh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. And uh, as always, don't forget to uh, ring the bell ring on the YouTube, bell, subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. Uh, Share keep that up. podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, watch out Instagram. And uh, yeah, uh, much love. All right, peace, guys. Cool. Thank peace, you. Peace, peace. Yes, sir.